Today on The Good Weird, we're talking about freedom of choice in games and in service. One of the main appeals of open-world video games is the inexhaustible content available to the player. Rather than being stuck on one set track, the player can explore many options and paths, lengthening or shortening the game as they please. There's always another side quest to complete or materials to gather, additional skills to learn, and the player might get diverted completely from the main plot of the game, at least for a while. But that hardly even matters because even the side diversions are part of the game as a whole. Side quests strengthen your character or your understanding of the world you occupy and further increase the player's investment in the game. There's always something more to do, another side plot to follow, or some new area to explore, which means the player will rarely be able to boot up the game thinking there's not much to do here anymore. In open-world games, you are the hero of the story because you go out actively searching for more good to do, always exploring and always helping whoever you come across. The charge to do good is one that might become confusing or exhausting the more we spend time thinking about it. As Christians, we've been charged to follow the Lord's example to go about doing good. But what does that mean exactly? We know we should follow the gospel and its precepts, the teachings of Jesus, try to treat each other kindly and fairly. But is that enough? Doing good is part of the Lord's preparation for Zion. Not only is he preparing the world for his return, but he's also preparing us. We don't see the full picture right now, but the Lord does have a plan and a role for us to play. In Doctrine and Covenants, section 64, the relationship between our personal efforts and his greater plan is explained, along with, once again, that charge to do good. And behold, I, the Lord, declare unto you, and my words are sure and shall not fail, that they shall obtain it. But all things must come to pass in their time. Wherefore, be not weary in well-doing, for ye are laying the foundation of a great work, and out of small things proceedeth that which is great. Behold, the Lord requireth the heart and a willing mind, and the willing and obedient shall eat the good of the land of Zion in these last days. The Lord doesn't expect us to do something grand or world-changing every time we set out to do good, his advice is to specifically focus on the small and simple things that can be done daily, maybe even multiple times a day, that show our care for our brothers and sisters. We're asked not to treat service as a chore, letting it tire us out and become annoying. Instead, perhaps well-doing can be better thought of as simply a habit, one we develop as we continually explore and expand our understanding of the world and those around us there's always something we could do better to follow the Lord's example and to bring more good into the world, but that shouldn't overwhelm us into not doing anything. How we go about doing good is ultimately up to us. We have the freedom to choose when, where, and what we want to spend our efforts on and how we can be the most valuable. None of us is constrained to one specific prescription of how to do it. The world is our oyster, but it's up to us to find the pearls. And that's the good word 